재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Here in South Korea, many expats would be surprised to find that abortion is technically illegal, except for extenuating circumstances where an unborn baby poses a serious health risk to his or her mother. We know in practice, though, it's a very different situation. Well, over in the United States, the Food and Drug Administration has recently announced that it had relaxed requirements for taking the country's most widely used abortion drug, Mifepristone. Uh, to find out more about this issue, we're very pleased to have joining us from Columbia University, law professor Suzanne Goldberg. Hello. Hi. Professor Goldberg, well, thank you so much for uh, joining us. Uh, first, in a nutshell, for our Korean listeners, um, can you tell us about these new rules by the FDA in regards to uh, mifepristone and whether and how different is it from the previous rules? Sure. So the Food and Drug Administration regulates the rules for using all drugs. It's still pretty common when uh, science advances past FDA regulations for doctors to use what are called off-label uses. That means that the label says you have to administer a certain dosage of a drug for certain purposes, and um, and and doctors, you know, learn over time. Oh, well, we can actually use this drug in a different way, and it and it provides this help. So for many years now, the the norm has been to use mifepristone at a lower dose with fewer doctor visits and for longer periods into a pregnancy than the FDA labeling requirements had recognized. And so the change is that the FDA label has now caught up with the science. And it, so the, and, for, and the three changes, again, are the uh, amount of mifepristone somebody has to take is lower, so meaning fewer side effects. The number of doctor visits required has been reduced from three to two. And the number of weeks into a pregnancy has shifted from 7 to 10. So it's a Mm. more useful drug for more women. Right, and and the way you explain it, it sounds perfectly reasonable, but uh, one thing that certainly is not reasonable right now, Professor Goldberg, is the uh, the, the political rhetoric in the United States. Uh, abortion is always a very uh, tense issue on both sides. Uh, we've had the recent, I think, I guess, safe to say, manufactured controversy regarding Planned Parenthood and the alleged tape depicting um, the selling of uh, fetuses and Donald Trump's recent rhetoric regarding um, punishing women in a, in, a, in a Donald Trump America should they uh, engage in anything uh, close to abortion. Is there anything political you feel in regards to the FDA decision? Uh, The FDA decision does not, the timing of the decision does not appear to be political. There's a standard rule that says a company that produces a drug has to put in an application for changing the label, and there's a 10-month review period. Um, There was a 10-month review period in this case, and that was when the the change was announced. And in fact, it's quite common for a medication to be used for one purpose or within a particular way. And with as evidence from the use of experience changes over time, that's what happens. Uh, I certainly agree with you that the the rhetoric is, uh, has swirled in the United States quite strongly and and in some cases violently on this issue uh, for a long time. But again, the FDA followed ordinary procedures. And in fact, the, 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 the 
shift that the FDA made really catches up not only with the science, but also with the actual use of the medication in many states around the country. It's just that there have there is a there has been a smaller number of states that has passed laws mm. that has have said you can't you doctors you can't use this medication in ways that are not specifically prescribed on the label. It would obviously be politicized by those on the right, those those fierce uh, anti-choice advocates. Uh, what legal recourse would they have if they are outraged by the decision and would try to reverse it, I guess, short of winning the 2016 presidential election and the various congressional races? Right. Uh, so uh, the immediate reaction of the groups that are seeking to restrict access to abortion was to say, we're frustrated by this, we think the decision is political, and we're taking a look to try to figure out what we can do. Um, my impression, uh, reading fairly widely on what the FDA did, is that those groups will find there's nothing much to do here. Mm-hmm. The changes are well documented in the science and in the practice, and this is likely to, to stay put. Uh, and it's tremendously important because access to medication abortion uh, is um, a, a central way in which women are, are able to uh, access abortion now. Now, there are certain states that have different protocols, um, North Dakota, Ohio, and and Texas, uh, th- and they require doctors to adhere to a different set of standards. Is this a comprehensive regulation that must be followed by all 50 states? Um, th- this is a change that must be followed. Now, what states will try to do to back away from the FDA labeling requirements remains to be seen. Uh, but it's, it would be quite extraordinary for a state legislators to say that the agency that has expertise, the Food and Drug Administration, and has recognized that these uses are both safe and acceptable, for those state legislators to say no, but you know what, in our state, women can't use this drug in the way that it's been allowed, permitted by the FDA, and doctors can't prescribe it in that way. We see a lot of laws around the United States right now that are trying to cut back in various ways on women's access to abortion. So it won't be surprising to see more efforts, but it but it would be really, truly out of step hmm. with the science in this case. If there is a young woman in the state of Mississippi and there is only one abortion clinic in the entire state and this person would have no access to uh, decent medical medical care. This is a regulation that could help that type of individual, right? Absolutely. In, in fact, um, what uh, Planned Parenthood has said is that uh, nearly half of the women who, who go to Planned Parenthood to seek abortions wind up using a Medicaid abortion. And likewise, in Texas, um, before Texas passed a law restricting uh, the use of mifepristone, about uh, the um, major provider of abortion services there said that more than 40% of women who went to access their services for purposes of abortion used medication abortion. After Texas imposed restrictions, that number dropped to 5%. So I expect we will see a dramatic uptick in usage of, of this medication for medication abortion, which again for many women is simply an easier and, and um, less expensive and effective way to uh, terminate a pregnancy. 
Well, uh, certainly an interesting issue indeed, and we do thank you for joining us, helping us understand it better, especially in the wee early hours of the morning there for you. Professor Goldberg, (laughs) thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. Professor Suzanne Goldberg from Columbia University. Soul City News up next.